it's time to take five for safety. It's time for another episode of Let's Not Die Today on the Toolbox Talk Show Network. Hey folks, I want to tell you about Smarter Risk. Their small business product automates the development of safety and risk control programs so that you, as a small business owner, can qualify for the best insurance rates. Let's face it, this is something that most small businesses really struggle with. It's time-consuming, it's confusing, and it's really expensive. Well, it was, but not anymore. Go there, sign up for a free account, get your free assessment, which only takes 15 minutes. When you complete your assessment, you'll receive a risk score and recommendations so that you know what you need to do to improve your risk so that you can qualify for the best insurance rates. Check it out, smarterrisk.com. Our topic today, scissor lift safety. It seems scissor lifts have become commonplace in construction, maintenance, and other industries. They provide temporary elevated work platforms. Although now commonplace, they can pose certain safety risks if not operated properly. In this episode, we have eight tips on how to operate a scissor lift safely. Let's start with definitions. A scissor lift is a mobile elevated work platform. It moves vertically, providing access to higher areas that may be hard to reach. It's named the scissor lift due to the cross brace supports that extend and compress resembling the shape of a pair of scissors. Let's talk history. The design of the scissor lift is based on the pantograph which has been used in many applications since the 19th century. The pantograph mechanism is a series of interconnected folding arms that can extend and contract. The earliest scissor lifts were manually operated. They were used primarily for lifting heavy objects in industrial settings. In the 1920s, Sweden used hydraulic lifts for streetlight maintenance and repair. It was 1966 when Charles Larson received a U.S. patent for his scissor lift design. Larson's model was both simpler and more efficient than earlier versions. Despite Larson's patent, John W. Parker is generally recognized as the inventor of the scissor lift. The first scissor lifts were relatively basic, but evolution was inevitable. In the 1970s, the scissor lift experienced its first major update. Hydraulic and pneumatic systems were introduced, vastly improving lifting power and efficiency. These systems utilize the principles of fluid mechanics to amplify the lift's strength. These improvements made it capable of lifting heavier loads with less effort. Within the same decade, major lift manufacturers, including GL and MEC, joined the market. The 1980s brought another wave of innovation with the introduction of the electric scissor lift. Electric lifts were perfect for indoor applications where noise and emissions were a concern. The ability to use scissor lifts indoors expanded their use to warehouses, retail stores, and many other industries. The 2010s brought advancements in safety features. Modern lifts are smarter and safer with tilt sensors, automatic braking systems, and wind speed sensors. Many now have platform extensions increasing workers' reach without the need to reposition the lift. In the last decade, we've seen the rise of smart scissor lifts that can diagnose mechanical issues and track usage data. Some can even be remote controlled using an app. With every innovation, the scissor lift only gets safer and more efficient. Let's talk statistics. In 2021, the BLS recorded 100 deaths related to aerial lifts, including scissor lifts. Falls accounted for half of these incidents and being struck by an object made up another quarter. 
One OSHA study reported 10 avoidable deaths and over 20 preventable injuries from scissor lift incidents. Most of these cases were due to a lack of fall protection, stabilization, or improper positioning. Between 2011 and 2014, 1,380 workers were injured using an aerial or scissor lift. 306 injuries resulted from slips, trips, and falls. In the same period, 87 workers died while operating an aerial scissor lift. 48 of those deaths resulted from slips, trips, and falls from one level to another. Let's talk safety. Safety tip number one, pre-operation inspection. Complete a thorough inspection before operating a scissor lift. Look for potential damages or leaks and ensure all controls function correctly. Safety tip number two, startup and shutdown. Follow the manufacturer's guidelines for starting and shutting down the scissor lift. This typically includes checking the controls, emergency stop buttons, and other safety features. Also, always keep the scissor lift's load limit in mind. Safety tip number three, harnesses. OSHA doesn't require safety harnesses for scissor lifts. That's what the guardrails are for. But always wear a harness if your employer, local jurisdiction, or other guidelines require them. Safety tip number four, secure the work area. Clear the work area of any debris or obstacles. Ensure signs are in place to warn others of work in the area. Safety tip number five, windy conditions. High winds can be dangerous and destabilize a scissor lift. Use caution and avoid operating the lift under those conditions. Safety tip number six, stay aware of your surroundings. Look out for overhead obstacles and nearby power lines. Safety tip number seven, training. Only those with proper training should ever operate a scissor lift. Safety tip number eight, know the safety features. Operators must know the safety features of their specific operating model. Always follow the recommended operating procedures to maximize safety during use. Following these tips can save you from accidents, injuries, and even death. Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Not Die Today. As always, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. If you love what we do, please subscribe and leave us a review. See you next time.